Hello and welcome back to season two of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Arwen from Even Star Wellbeing and I'm delighted to be here as your host. This season will continue to, of course, focus on your wellbeing and all aspects of that, including Even Star Five Star Wellbeing, which covers food, sleep, movement, surroundings, and being. And being, in case you're wondering, is absolutely everything else. Everything I view as a holistic way to improve your health and well-being. I am currently training in medical astrology to add that feather to my cap and I'm delighted to bring you some feature episodes on astrology and the zodiac and uh, also continue to interview other experts and specialists in different areas of well-being. I really hope you enjoy this series. Please make sure that you share it and rate it and that will help other people to find it. Thank you so much and be well. Well, hello there. Here we are at episode 18, the first episode for series two of the Even Star Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. So excited to bring this episode to you. It is so pertinent that it's the first one of a new season because I am featuring Aries. Aries, the ram of the zodiac, which likes to come first in everything, is what I'm going to be talking to you about today. This is a pretty short episode compared to a lot of the episodes that I did in season one. And it's just really an introduction to Aries. And I'm all about energy and what I'm really talking about here is all the different energetic aspects of Aries and what that means to you. I'm bringing you Aries just as we come to the end of Aries season for 2021, and that's with working with sidereal astrology, which is the method of astrology, astrological calculation that I use. And I will tell you a bit about that so you understand what I'm talking about. You'll also learn everything you need to know about Aries and I'm especially taking it from the point of view of medical astrology and what it means to you or your loved ones who have a strong Aries influence in them as far as particular conditions that you need to watch out for, particular parts of the body that Aries governs and therefore may be susceptible to coming down with injuries or illness in and also of course remedies that you can use to help you balance out the energy of Aries, which is really hot. It's really hot, really hot and dry. It's fire. It is the sparking element of the whole zodiac Aries. So I'll cover um, some information about it being cardinal fire. Uh, the aspect of looking at the zodiac from the southern hemisphere, which is where I am. Mars and the ram, of course, the symbol of Aries. We'll talk a bit about the first house and houses in general in the zodiac. And as I mentioned before, all the bodily aspects of Aries and remedies, foods, herbs, supplements, and essential oils that you can use to balance out Aries energy. At the moment, I am continuing to study medical astrology and I am offering people the chance to have a super cheap L Plater reading with me. It's only 30 Australian dollars, so that is a bargain basement price for an astrology reading, as you would know if you're into astrology. So I'd love it if you would like to do 
that with me, just click on the uh, information in the podcast notes and you'll be able to go through to my bookings page. It's available to do by Zoom. So anybody anywhere in the world is able to do that. And I really look forward to honing my skills with you and be assured that you'll certainly get some really useful information from the session where we'll cover your birth chart, look at either the transits for the next 12 months or if you're particularly interested in, in medical astrology and what is some uh, what are the things that you need to be aware of in regards to that. In the meantime, I really hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, I'm just getting this piece out to everyone right before Aries season actually is over, but better late than never, I'm not being very Aries in not taking action a bit earlier. I'm Arwen from Even Star Wellbeing and welcome to a season of videos and podcasts that I'm doing this year all about the zodiac and um, I'm incorporating this into my work at the moment so I'm really excited to bring you a lot more information about it. So um, please do be aware that I work with the sidereal zodiac and that considers astrology from the actual placement of the stars in the current time. So a quick 101 on sidereal astrology. The word sidereal means of or calculated by the stars. So that does sound pretty obvious when we're talking about astrology. But this is the way that our ancient ancestors first began to practice astronomy and astrology by looking at the stars, at the planets, at the constellations themselves. So how is this different to the standard practice of astrology that most people are used to? Well, about 2000 years ago, the stars matched the seasons and at the equinox in March, spring in the Northern Hemisphere, the sun moved into the constellation of Aries. Tropical Western otherwise known as common or garden astrology, has continued to view the astrological calendar in this way. That is that the March equinox is fixed as the beginning of Aries season and everything else follows from that. However, in around the 2nd century BC, a Greek astronomer called Hipparchus discovered that there was a tiny but gradual shift in the orientation of the Earth's axis of rotation. And this is called precession. What this means is that over thousands of years, the view of the stars from the earth has shifted so that at the March equinox, the sun is actually now still in the constellation of Pisces. It hasn't moved into Aries um, and doesn't do so for another month or so. The precession shift happens at a rate of about one degree every 72 years. So to me, it makes a lot more sense to take the science of astrology from where the stars are actually placed now rather than where they were placed 2000 years ago. And once I had my own birth chart in the sidereal system, it rang very true for me, a lot more accurate than my tropical Western birth chart. 
The system of sidereal astrology that I've been taught also takes the constellations at their actual sizes. So it doesn't simply divide up the zodiac into 12 equal portions. And it really can't because that is not how the constellations appear. Some are larger, some are smaller. Importantly, though, what doesn't change is the um, uh, symbolism, the meaning, the psychology of the signs, the planets and the houses doesn't change, is, is not different between sidereal and tropical Western astrology. So whatever you may know or think about, for example, Scorpio is still going to be the same. So sidereal Aries is from April the 21st to May the 12th approximately and those dates are going to change over a period of time. So over a period of a couple of centuries the dates will change in accordance with precession as we've just spoken about. So yes, that's only a period of about three weeks. Aries is a small constellation and that is probably a good thing because we really don't need that many Aries running around doing things all the time. So who really needs to, to uh, watch or listen or read this particular piece of information? So people obviously who are born between April 21st and May the 12th, that means that your sun sign is in Aries and Aries is who you identify as. People who know their astrology chart and can identify that either their moon or their ascendant or otherwise known as their rising sign is in Aries, this is still going to be relevant information for you. If your moon is in Aries, this means that you need to feel Aries qualities. You need to feel confident. You need to feel free and able to lead for emotional fulfillment. If your ascendant or your rising sign is in Aries, this means that this is the sign that was on the eastern horizon when you were born. And that is what you are becoming and developing through this lifetime. That's me. I'm an Aries rising. Lastly, again, only for those people who can read your birth chart, if you have Aries on the cusp of your sixth house, this is the house of health and well-being, amongst other things. So it is pertinent information for you. For those of you who don't have any idea what I'm talking about, please don't worry. I'll talk a bit more about houses later on. Also, of course, if you're in a significant relationship with someone who has an Aries sun, moon or ascendant or sixth house, then this could be useful information. So if you're a parent, a child, a partner, a lover, a close friend or a colleague of any of those people, this will be useful to you as well. Please enjoy. Cardinal fire. So Aries is the first of three signs in the zodiac. Um, sorry, first of three fire signs in the zodiac. It is the spark that starts the fire. It has the energy to create this very element. This sign is all about beginning, being first, starting new things. That can, of course, mean that they find it difficult to finish things along the way and or they burn themselves out pretty quickly. Aries is about leadership, but they will very much be out the front all the way. They won't be comfortable with others pushing them into positions of leadership. They have an innate desire and need to pave the way. They are all about initiative, assertion and action. Spring versus autumn. 
So indeed, Aries is the spark of creation and the beginning of the zodiac. It is the first sign or constellation of the zodiac. And in the Northern Hemisphere, it is Aries season when it is spring, when everything in nature is springing to life again after winter. All plants and animals are taking action. It can be difficult for those of us in the Southern Hemisphere to therefore match up our seasonal wheel of the year with the wheel of the zodiac because everything is opposite. However, it is this opposition It is in this opposition that we can find the power of understanding the signs and the elements from the perspective of antipathy, an instinctive contrariety or opposition in feeling is the specific meaning of antipathy. In fact, in using astrology for health, we can see symptoms and use remedies that are either antipathetic or sympathetic to the sign or element that we're working with. So when we're looking to match the zodiac with sudden southern hemisphere seasons, we simply need to embrace the opposite because we are at the opposite end of the world from where the tradition of Western astrology came. Aries for us down under occurs in autumn, but we just have to think about spring, the opposite of autumn, to understand the personality of Aries. The opposite sign to Aries in the zodiac is Virgo. And when we get to Virgo season in our spring, you'll learn just how opposite and antipathetic to Aries this is. Mars and the Ram. Aries is ruled by the planet Mars, which has the archetype of the warrior. This certainly doesn't mean that Aries is aggressive necessarily, but it absolutely can be when it feels it needs to be in order to pursue or protect those things that it values. It simply has a lot of strong masculine energy and vitality that is necessary for acting and asserting. A life lesson for Aries is to learn to pick their battles. The symbol of Aries is the ram, the male sheep with big strong horns that are great for butting and getting his way. The first house. In astrology, as well as 12 signs, with Aries being the first, we have 12 houses. The houses refer to areas of life. If a planet or a sign is in a house, this will give us the information about which area of life their energetic effect is going to be felt. Each of the signs rule one of the houses. This means that they each have a particular area of life in which they are most comfortable. They have a natural affinity to this area. It will come as no surprise then that the house that Aries rules is the first house because remember Aries always likes to go first, to be ahead, to lead. The first house, the first aspect of human life is the self. So this area of life is all about your self-awareness and self-image, your identity, your personality or persona. And also importantly, your physical body. It is also about beginnings in general. If something new is going to come into your life, it will show up in the first house. But remember, Aries energy is very active. So this is not about sitting around passively waiting to see what will float along into the first house. It is about taking action, using initiative and starting things. 
So what are the body aspects of Aries? Because remember, I am a healer and holistic health coach, and this is where I'm really interested in using the energy and the knowledge of astrology to help is in health and well-being. So each sign of the zodiac also has a particular body type associated with it, but this is largely based on the elements. So all fire types will have a similar body type, which is athletic. This does not mean that all Aries are athletic. And remember, we're not just talking about Aries sun signs either. What it means is that people who have fire as the dominant element in their chart are more likely to tend towards an athletic build. Apparently, it's common for people to have the body type that equates to their rising sign element. This makes sense because the rising sign is always in the first house. And as we learn about above about the first house, it concerns image and body. When we think of what fire is like, it is hot and dry. This is also a tendency for Aries. Their constitution tends to be hot and dry. This is a very Eastern view of things, but it will make more sense when we consider the common ailments for Aries below. Each sign also rules different body parts, and for Aries, that is the head and skull, the brain, pituitary gland and hypothalamus, the blood, muscular system, and the adrenal glands. What this means is that areas can tend towards ailments in these areas. Common ones are injuries to these particular body parts, accidents and severe acute illnesses in general are very common for areas because they're always rushing around doing, not taking enough time to be careful. Headaches and migraines, hay fever, blood pressure issues, fevers, hair loss, vertigo and dizziness, inflammation, acne, digestive issues due to the rapid transit that occurs through their digestive system. Everything's fast about Aries. Burns, stress and brain fog. So mid-afternoon fatigue is common for Aries. So what are some even star, five star well-being approaches for Aries? So as most people know, this includes the five stars of five star well-being is food, movement, sleep, surroundings and being. I'm not going to say anything about movement because Aries are always on the move. If anything, they need to move less. Sleep also is an issue for Aries because as well as busy bodies, they also have excessively busy minds. But again, there's not really a lot to say about this other than it's definitely important to prioritize sleep for Aries, perhaps more than for any other sign. For tips on how to improve your sleep and why you should do this, please do a search on my website for blogs about sleep and I will put a link in the notes. So what can Aries do? First of all, slow down and stop rushing around. This is how accidents happen. Watch for overstimulation. Your adrenals will become stressed and eventually fatigued if you let yourself be constantly in a state of overstimulation. 
Don't overdo things. Rest and a regular routine are important. That includes eating meals regularly. Now, bark flowers are something that I haven't really spoken about before, but I'm becoming uh, uh, knowledgeable, more knowledgeable about which ones are useful for each of the signs in my studies on medical astrology. So the, the key one for Aries is impatience. And there are others and which ones will be appropriate will, will depend on what symptoms or conditions you're managing. So if there's something you want to ask me about, um, then please do contact me and I can let you know which would be a good one for you. There's also uh, cell salts or tissue salts, which there's there's one for each of the uh, signs and the one for Aries is Califos. So you can get that as a supplement and take it if you think that it's really going to help you to, I guess, be a bit more grounded to support the adrenals, um, just to help your system be a bit less Aries in nature, to calm the fire, to cool and to moisten your system in the Eastern philosophy. Food, really important and a really easy way to balance because remember we're talking about balance here. So we're trying to bring that heat and dryness back into balance with things that are moistening and cooling for Aries types. So some beneficial foods are brain foods. So things such as lecithin, oats, oils and nuts, especially walnuts, which if you've never noticed, look like little brains. Iron rich foods. So with the association with the blood, um, iron is very important. And iron also is the um, is ruled by Mars. So there's that link as well. So iron-rich food include meat, of course, and dark leafy green vegetables. Cooling foods in general, um, moderate hot and spicy, moderate your hot and spicy food intake. So things like onion, garlic, chili and curry. Minimize stimulants, especially caffeine, and also minimize things such as alcohol and nicotine and really any drugs. Potassium-rich foods are really useful, so that includes tomato, beetroot, oranges, potato, dates, spinach, and cucumber. Another great supplement, which is a food, are the mushrooms reishi and cordyceps. So you generally would buy them as a supplement type of powder that you can add to smoothies or sprinkle on your meals. And um, other cooling foods are things like lemons, celery, grapefruit, apple, water, watercress, cauliflower, parsley, milk, cabbage, asparagus, carrot and lettuce. There are some great herbs to add to your meals for Aries types and that includes rosemary, garlic, horseradish, cane and ginger. Now you might be thinking, oh, but I thought before you said don't have too much garlic. And again, it comes back to this balancing aspect and whether we're looking at antipathy or empathy for what we're trying to treat. So if we want to, perhaps we've got an Aries who's feeling very um, exhausted because they're kind of burnt out, then perhaps we'd want to stimulate with a bit more garlic. Um, if we've got someone who's just running on hot and um, really hyper, then perhaps we'd be avoiding those hot foods like garlics. 
herbs there are also a lot of really useful herbs for Aries and for each of the signs and the ones that um, are most appropriate again are going to depend on what symptoms or conditions you're trying to manage but some of the common ones which um, you can buy and use as herbal teas are licorice, ginseng, valerian, nettle, ginkgo, ashwagandha, elder, passionflower, lavender, peppermint and sassafras. So those are going to be things that are um, just general um, balancing herbs for Aries types and hopefully will work either way you you need. So if you're too hot, they'll cool you down. If you need some warming up, they'll do that. Essential oils are um, great to use in our surroundings to help to bring back balance again. And so this is going to be um, activating and stimulating your system through the sense of smell. So ones that you can try are lavender, rosemary, melissa, peppermint, ginger, basil, bergamot, frankincense, myrrh, chamomile and wintergreen. Um, a lot of those are some of the more expensive oils. So I will highlight in my blog the ones that are the kind of the cheapest and the easiest to access. But please do note that I would definitely only recommend that you use um, pure essential oils so if you're finding something that's five dollars from a discount chemist it is not an essential oil and please don't use it because it's going to do you more harm than good so I think that covers off everything about Aries if you have any questions then please do contact me and if you would like to access a super cheap owl plate uh, astrology reading that I'm offering at the moment while I'm still doing my studies in astrology then please uh, click on the bookings link and you'll be able to book a session to do that with me Thank you so much and be well. Well, there you are. I hope you really enjoyed learning all about Aries as much as I enjoyed putting it together for you. As you can no doubt tell, I'm really passionate about this stuff and absolutely loving learning more and more about astrology, especially all the aspects of medical astrology that I'm currently studying. As I mentioned at the start, I am offering some L Plater horoscope readings so I can just get more practice at doing this. So I'd really love it if if you would like to do one of those sessions with me for just 30 Australian dollars and uh, there will be a link in the notes for you to click through and uh, book in to do that and I did mention in the session as well some more information about sleep which I will put a link in the notes as well if you would like to get onto my website and check out all the blogs that I've written in the past about sleep and why it's important and how you can improve your own sleep. In the meantime, until next time, I hope that you have abundant Aries energy to get up, to do all the things you need to do, but make sure that you are balancing that with rest and recuperation. Please do be well.